gentleman's been around for a while, reviewing movies, doing all sorts of fun stuff, and his yearly movie guide is out, the Leonard Moulton 2014 movie guide in bookstores now. We're going to talk to him about that in the state of film. Leonard Moulton, thanks for getting up early and being on the show, man. Happy to be here. You know, uh, as somebody that uh, is a movie lover, it's always good to talk to somebody that actually reviews movies for a living. How, how did you, tell me the story behind you getting started in, in becoming a movie reviewer. Well, I didn't set out to become one. I just love movies, and I love to write. And my first interest was just, you know, sort of movie history. That's what got me hooked when I was a kid, wanting to know what, you know, what made movies tick and learning more about the people behind them. Uh, it was only when I got to college, and I went to NYU many years ago, we had a very professional daily newspaper opening on the paper for somebody to write movie reviews. Well, okay, here I am. And that's when I started doing it for the very first time. Do you think if technology the way it is now, things would be a little bit different for young Leonard Moulton kind of trying to find his way in the world, or do you think you still would have found your way to movie reviews? Well, uh, hard to predict, but I would say I I wouldn't trade places with somebody trying to start out today (laughs) because the Internet has changed everything. Uh, uh, Internet has opened up many doors, many possibilities for a lot of people uh, and opened up a world of information for all of us, but it's made everybody a self-appointed expert. So now you have self-appointed film critics, self-appointed uh, musicians, artists, movie makers, you know, uh, and, and uh, how do you cut through all that? How do you develop a reputation? How do you develop any credibility and make, your, make yourself heard and known? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to begin. Uh, and then there's the Leonard Maltin's 2014 movie guide, which uh, which is so handy, and there's so much information in it. To, is it just sort of a collaboration of all the stuff you've done over the years that you put in the book? We've been doing this book for decades now. I mean, when we started, there was no internet. There wasn't even any home video when we started doing this book. <laughs> I was a teenager when I started at this. And so lots of things have changed, but what hasn't changed is the need that people still seem to have for a reliable opinion and for uh, uh, good user-friendly information about a movie, uh, which is to say you want to know the basic facts. When was it made? How long does it run? Uh, who directed it? Who's in it? Uh, not who played the second person standing next to the cashier, but you know, right. who, who, played, who are the stars? Who plays the star's best friend? Who else will I recognize in this movie? Who might have a small part that you know, later became famous just a year or two down the road? Uh, is it based on a play or a movie uh, or a, a novel? Uh, things like that. And what we call fun facts that, that, that make it more interesting to watch the movie. Yeah, it really is a handy guide, and it's something that uh, that any moviegoer should certainly uh, have at their will because it is something that you can research and something that you can just read for fun as well. And, and there is some entertainment value to it. It's not just a reference book, I think, too, right? Well, I hope it's fun to browse through and skim through, and, uh, and uh, uh, it'll give you some ideas of things to look for, things you want to seek out on video on demand or pay-per-view, or if you still go out and rent DVDs or do whatever you feel like doing get to see a movie you want to see. If you had to guess, on average, how many movies do you think you, you sit down and you watch a year? Maybe 200. Man, that's, uh, that's, that's a lot of movies. And, you know, na- nowadays there's so many movies that uh, don't actually make a release. How do you how do you review those movies? Do you get into some uh, of those? Th- directly well, you, you know, sometimes there are little hidden gems uh, scattered among those films that don't get into theaters. And that's the challenge is to try to find those. Uh, and there are more of them being made available now through the new channels of downloading and uh, streaming. Uh, and, uh, and there are film festivals all the time unearthing little gems like that. 
a couple of years ago at the Santa Barbara Film Festival here in California, I got a tip uh, that I might want to check out a New Zealand Western called Good for Nothing. And it, it doesn't take, it's supposed to be the American West. It was made by uh, uh, a couple of people who scraped together the money, pulled in favors, uh, found spectacular locations uh, that looked like the West, and, and made this absolutely uh, disarming, wonderful, smart, clever, violent, funny Western called Good for Nothing. And, and I saw it and flipped for it. And it's out on DVD now. In fact, I revisited it on DVD to see if it was just something, something in the air that morning when I saw it, or if it really was good. It really is good. So you make discoveries. But in order to make that one discovery, I probably slogged through five turkeys. <laughs> right. You know, and, and that is the, the price you pay for being a movie reviewer, I suppose. You see some good ones. Well, that's, and... uh, I do it so you don't have to. <laughs> that's right. There you go. And, you know, you, have you, you know, when you're putting together this book, I imagine it's an opportunity for you to go back and maybe remember movies that perhaps you might have forgotten or a movie that maybe you didn't like the first time around and you liked maybe the second viewing around. Does that happen a lot with you? Do you seem to kind of warm up to movies a little bit more? down the road? It happens. It can cut both ways. You can go back and revisit a movie and decide it isn't as good as uh, you seem to remember it. Uh, you know, uh, movies are not made in a vacuum. You don't watch them in a vacuum either. Uh, the world changes. Uh, the pace of life changes. Uh, every now and then a, a game changer of a film comes along, and that may make other films in that genre look a little old-fashioned by comparison. So uh, it's, it's a dangerous thing to go back and revisit. Kind of like... Uh, getting to meet up with an old uh, high school classmate you haven't seen in 20 years or something. And, you know, they seem more boring than they did then. <laughs> or they weren't as, they're not quite as funny as you remember. It's no different with, with revisiting movies. How do you feel we are as far as the, uh, the, the world of movies in today's? Do you think we're in a pretty good time? Are movies that are being released now in, in a good form? Do you feel like we're in maybe a golden age, or is that a little bit too much to say? Oh, uh, I wouldn't call it golden. Uh, maybe tinfoil. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, there's so many remakes, so many sequels, so many copycat films. Uh, do we really need another Superman movie, if it, especially if it isn't going to be something that, that, that has something new to offer, you know, uh, that'll replace the last generation of Superman movies? Uh, do we need Smurfs, too? You know, uh, there, there's an awful lot of that, and it's all for the marketplace, and the marketplace is now the world. Right. Uh, they're, they're aiming that film at moviegoers in Beijing, you know, not not in Boise. Exactly. And, uh, uh, you know, we're almost, a, a, America's almost a, an afterthought for a lot of those films. But you look at the smaller movies, the independent films, uh, the, the films from original uh, and provocative filmmakers, and you still see good stuff. Uh, Woody, and, Woody Allen has a movie playing right now called Blue Jasmine, starring Kate Blanchett and a great cast. That's one of the most successful movies he's ever made. And she is going to be an Oscar nominee. There's no question, hands down. Uh, now, you know, he's been making movies for 45 years. Right. Some good, some not so good. Uh, very few runaway hits. But this one is one of his most successful ever. So you never know what's coming around the corner, but I'm afraid the commercial marketplace doesn't give us a lot of, uh, a lot of optimism. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the indies, it's the people who are originals that still come up with things that, that make it worth your while to go out to the movies. 
You make a lot of sense, sir. That is why people should pick up the book, 2014 Movie Guide by Leonard Moulton. It is out now. And, uh, sir, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for calling into the show, man. You take care. You too. Thank you.